My knees are weak, arms are heavy, but on the surface, I hopefully sound calm and ready. Lose yourself in this episode of How Would You Know, as today we discuss how to hold your nerve and stay calm under pressure. Thanks for joining the USQ podcast, How Would You Know? Asking the big questions of the people who are actually in the know. As I always do, I would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of these lands, the Jagera, Yugara and Ugarable peoples of Ipswich and Springfield, where this podcast is recorded, as keepers of ancient knowledge and whose cultures and customs continue to nurture this land. I also pay respect to elders, past, present and future. Seated in the studio with me today, well, not necessarily seated in the studio, I've got her on the phone. Uh, it's a member of the Australian Psychological Society, the APS College of Counselling Psychologist and USQ Psychology Lecturer, Dr Nancy Hoare. How are you, Nancy? Hello, Tom. I'm well, thank you. Oh, good to hear. Now, we're talking a little bit about stress um, in today's episode. How nervous are you talking down the microphone at the moment? Well, I can feel that my tummy is a bit jittery and, you know, my hands are a bit shaky, so I am definitely feeling some level of stress. You're in a safe space uh, and (laughs) I will do my best uh, to keep you as stress-free as possible. Um, But, of course, you being the expert, uh, I'm interested to know, because obviously talking to people on the radio or on podcasts uh, or even just uh, public speaking is known as one of those universally recognised stress-inducing activities. And a lot of students would say that study is also one of those stress-inducing activities. Does everyone feel the same sort of stress in those types of situations or are there different types of stress? Yeah, look, there are different types of stress and, you know, the stress I'm feeling at the moment is actually good stress. I'm a bit excited about it. It's keeping me alert, um, but it hasn't sort of tipped me over the edge where my mind has gone blank and... I can't think straight. So if we recognise that stress is just a natural part of everyday life and studying at university, yes, can be very stressful. Um, It depends on how we approach it, I think. And so if we know that it's a natural part of our everyday life and we also share similar experiences of stress in our bodies but we can differ in terms of what we think is stressful and how we cope with that stress. So when we encounter something that's stressful to us that can be a real stressor or something that we perceive as being stressful but either way our bodies just kick into action And so they initiate this inbuilt stress response that we have, which is sort of a typical fight, flight or freeze response. And that our whole body kicks into gear and that is all about our survival. So we kind of inherited that from our prehistoric ancestors. Um, You know, we don't have any saber-toothed tigers around to eat us today. Not that I know of. I haven't encountered one recently. Either. <laughs> but you know there are real dangers in the world that do put our lives at risk so you know um, venomous snakes um, maybe an attacker or an oncoming car that's in our direct path or a fire in a building so they're real stresses and you know that really kicks in our, our um, response system straight away but there's also things that we perceive as threatening, which may or may not actually be threatening. 
Right, so it's a case of like natural stress versus man-made stress. Yeah, and, and often this man-made stress is stress in our heads, you know, like maybe a friend ignored us, maybe a boss said something that wasn't really favourable about our work, maybe we're working ourselves up in our head about an upcoming exam, or maybe we've got to do an oral presentation for, for class and, and our head is just going on this journey that really leads us down that stress path. I guess in that sense, um, that stress that you don't necessarily have to have or your, or your body doesn't necessarily have to have, it, it's something you can avoid. So I guess my next question was, is stress something you can ever really get rid of entirely or is it something you simply learn to control and deal with? And I guess we're dealing with the two different types of stress then. So are you, firstly, are you able to get rid of that um you know, man-made stress and then are you able to get rid of that, those real stresses as well or is, are those real stresses just part of the human condition? Yeah, all of it is, Tom. Um, stress is just normal. It is inevitable, part of just us being human beings. And stress is our body's reaction to any change, you know, any change that requires some adjustment or some kind of response. And as you know, we face a lot of changes in our lives. So um, as I mentioned earlier, stress is not always a bad thing either. It's just our body's response to changes that we think tax the demands that we have on our coping resources. If you have a positive stressor in your life, that can be like starting a new relationship with someone. It can be, you know, going on a holiday, going overseas. Um, playing competitive sport, getting married, having a baby, starting a new job, starting uni, navigating the uni system, you know, <laughs> learning um, new content. It can be a whole heap of different things, big or small. You know, we can buy a house that's stressful, but it could be stressful in a positive way. We might get promoted at work, so that's stressful in a positive way. So they have a term for that, that beneficial stress, that's called eustress, and it actually means good stress. Right. Then there's the negative stress, which we call distress, and they're things like we typically face relationship problems, maybe excessive demands at work or with uni, with competing priorities. You know, we may have different types of things that we engage in in our lives and relationships and we're trying to balance our study with that. So that can be pretty stressful. Financial problems, I, I know that a lot of uni, uni students, you know, are really trying to live on pretty much nothing or mm. two-minute noodles. Anything like that is causes distress. Right. So I, I guess in that sense, um, looking at how to maybe reduce the effects of those stress, do you, do you recommend any quick tips for reducing or managing those stresses? I think, first of all, we need to be able to identify what are the stresses in our lives and how do we respond to them. So we need to notice what's going on for us, what's happening in our body. What's going on in our mind? You know, what are we thinking when we're experiencing that stress? What emotions are we feeling? What, what are we doing to cope with it? And is that working for us? Then, you know, in terms of the stressor, what's within our control? Because some things will be beyond our control. 
For example, assignment deadlines, they're set. Unless you have some kind of exceptional circumstance where <laughs> you can ask for an extension. So, you know, it's not really within your control to change the assignment deadline. However, you might be able to control some aspects of that, like making sure you've got a good study schedule, managing your time well, and just some simple other strategies, like take some time out. Take some time out to chill and separate from that stressor or you're thinking about that stressor if you can. Some really simple things that you can do that we all do all the time is breathing. Mm -hmm. If you take a, you know, a long, deep breath, you might breathe in for four and hold for four and breathe out for six. Breathe out for a bit longer than you breathe in because when you do that, it kicks in your parasympathetic nervous system and tries to counteract that stress response that, you know, initiates this need to fight or flee or even freeze, which I haven't spoken about, um, you know, how that actually works in our body. But believe me, what you want to do is counteract what your body's doing in escalating all of your bodily systems and bring those back down to normal. So breathing is a beautiful way of doing it and you can do it any time. Let's hope we all do it all the time. Yeah, well, <laughs> I suppose you need to, don't you? <laughs> That's right. But purposefully, you know, take some long, slow, deep breaths and you will just be surprised at how powerful that is. And the other things, you know, like meditation, yoga, mindfulness strategies, Exercise, really important exercise, is a great buffer against stress and also to deal with stress. So just, you know, go for a walk, go for a run, do some exercise. Keep your diet healthy because, and, and notice, some things will cause us to have a stress response, like coffee, caffeine, lots of caffeine will, you know, pump us up and get us a bit jittery. <laughs> Sleep, really important because you notice when you've got a lot of stress going on, your sleep patterns change and you find it really hard to go to sleep. Another thing is social support. Go and find someone to talk to. Hang with your friends. Just a problem shared is a problem halved, goes the old saying. And social support's a big buffer against stress. And other things, you know, like assertiveness training, this takes a bit longer because it's not just a quick fix, but assertiveness training if you're feeling like you're being um, railroaded by someone and you need to you're feeling stressed because you can't stick up for yourself or get your point across maybe some communication skills training and some assertiveness training maybe even some problem solving techniques that you might not be aware of so learning how to look at it a bit differently Right. This is a great opportunity. Can I take this opportunity to plug the Headstrong program well, here? Well, I was actually going to say, uh, we're just about running out of time, but um, you've been involved in the creation of a fantastic program, and uh, it's a free program one run by the university. So tell us a little bit about Headstrong. Well, Headstrong really will help you to learn to become more aware of and mindful of what's going on for you. So it's designed to help students to understand what's really important to them in their lives, why they're studying, how that aligns with their important values, to identify any difficult things that come up for them in terms of uncomfortable emotions or thoughts, 
learn some strategies on how to effectively manage those. And, you know, like that will help to cope with stress and help you to do things that are really aligned with what's important to you rather than getting bogged down with what your head is telling you that's not very helpful sometimes. Oh, that sounds fantastic. Um, you can find out more about the Headstrong Online program uh, as well as how to register today. Uh, head to social.usq.edu.au slash headstrong. Well, thanks for joining us on the podcast, uh, Dr. Nancy Hoare, uh, one of the USQ psychology lecturers and doing some amazing stuff with a whole bunch of things, including the Headstrong Online program. Thanks for coming on and uh, sharing your expertise today. Thanks for having me. That's it for today's episode. Be sure to subscribe on Podbean or iTunes for all the latest episodes, or you can find us on USQ Social Hub. That's social.usq.edu.au. You will also find there the Headstrong Online program, as well as some great stress management content and advice. My name is Tom, and now you know.